I want to open up your awareness to the possibility that viewing life through the lens of love can radically create magic and miracles for you. And it starts with looking at yourself through that lens, looking at yourself through that lens of love. Hey friend, welcome to the Cup of Chels podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Holden. And as you can tell by the name, Cup of Chels is because I'm obsessed with coffee. But more than that, I am so passionate about giving you a weekly dose of inspiration and uplifting encouragement. You can also be sure to chime in to interviews and conversations with some amazing people. So grab a cup of coffee, get comfy, and let's dive in to today's show. Hello. I am doing something different today, and I've set up recording in my backyard. So all of the background noise that you hear, whether that's birds chirping, you might hear some water, that's my pool. I'm also recording this podcast on video too, and we'll upload it to my YouTube channel. You can go to the show notes and get access to my YouTube channel and subscribe. This is something I want to just continue forward with. So it's a little windy out here. So you will hear some of that background noise. And I just pray that the messages that are coming through today are landing for you, you know, and if this episode, or any of the other episodes, the podcast in general, is something that you feel called to share with a friend or a family member or coworker, please do so you know, it's all about just spreading this love. It's all about showing people that they are not alone in their journeys, in their spiritual walk, in their sober walk, in their just life walk in general. I truly created this podcast and the more that I dive into this work myself, the better I understand myself on my own journey, the more I realize that sharing our stories is such a core value of mine because I believe that it's in the sharing of our stories that we understand how deeply connected we are, how deeply loved we are, how we're not alone, and how we don't have to do it alone. And we can always ask for that support and know that it is always here for us in whatever form or fashion that is. So support comes in so many ways, y'all. You are being supported here in this podcast. You can be supported by friends and family and also open up to the possibility that there is invisible support for you right now in the form of angels, in the form of your light team, of your spirit guides, ascended masters, galactic beings, if you will. You know, God, the universe, source, the divine, it's all here for you. It's all here to better you for the highest good for yourself and the highest good for everybody around us, right? We can carry the weight of the world. And with so much heaviness going on right now in our world, a lot of terrible things happening in Texas and just with the system in general, there is a lot of heaviness and we can carry this weight ourselves and try to feel like we have to figure things out all on our own and that we're going through things alone. But when we do that, 
And when we try to control everything on our own from our own human power, we close off the support and the magic and the miracles that are all here for us. It just got really windy. So I feel like that's a really good sign that, yes, this is exactly what people need to hear today. But there's always the support that's here for us each and every day. And we have to, we must, this is our responsibility, is to open up to that support. The way that you recognize that support in the spiritual realm, in the non-visible realm, that is between you and the source of the support, right? I am not going to tell you that it is one way or the other. I don't believe that it is that way. I believe that if you feel connected to something outside of yourself and can tap into that and can open yourself up to the support in whatever way that looks. Gabby Bernstein loves to say, I'm open to creative possibilities, right? I am open to creative solutions. If we can allow ourselves to lean on the support that's always available to us and life gets to be a whole lot easier, right? Then the heaviness of the world doesn't feel like such a weight to bear, then we can extend more compassion and more love towards one another. We can reduce the lines of separation between us all. And by allowing that to happen, we understand that we're all here for a bigger purpose, that we're all here in the image of God to do amazing things with our life, that we are all unique. And we are all so individual and yet all so connected and all so one at the same time. I want to open up your awareness to the possibility that viewing life through the lens of love can radically create magic and miracles for you. And it starts with looking at yourself through that lens, looking at yourself through that lens of love. So this has been a journey of mine for the last several years now, and I really took it a step further in 2019 when I decided to quit drinking. And I'm going to be sharing more and more of my sober story with y'all because I believe that I am being called to share this more. In fact, I got a message from a friend the other day asking if I had more podcasts on so sober curiosity and sobriety. So I sent her the few that I had. So if this is something that you want to hear more of too, then please be sure to subscribe so you can stay in the know of when I drop a new, a new bit of wisdom for you. And that wisdom coming in the form of me sharing part of my journey with you too. So yeah, just stay tuned for more on that. So I dove deeper into my own self-love, into the repairing, really, of this love for myself. I felt so lost. I felt so disconnected from myself. I felt like I was far behind. I felt like I wasn't far enough along yet for my age kind of just felt like I was just sleepwalking through life, if you will. And when I started to dive deeper into self-discovery, what became so prevalent for me was how 
poorly I treated myself, how poorly I talked to myself, how negatively I would look at myself in the mirror and the words that I would say to myself and the actions I would take because of all of that nonsense that was going on, right? I kept repeating these patterns. And for me, that was a lot. It was highlighted more when I drank. And when I drank, I it was rare that it was always a good time, or at least, you know, it was a good time for a little bit. And then you didn't know what was going to happen after that. And a lot of times, you know, my, my drinking nights would turn really south. And I think that's because I held on to so much pain. I held on to a lot of pain. I held on to fears. I held on to a lot of shame and a lot of guilt for how badly I had treated myself. You know, and that's the, that's the interesting dichotomy there is I was aware of what I was doing to myself. I wanted to quit drinking. I kept saying that I was done. And then yet I would continue to do it again and again and again. So I was a self-fulfilling prophecy, really. The negative things that I told myself caused me to drink. And not the only cause, but, you know, it was a catalyst for drinking. And then in drinking, I would just then feel shitty about myself. And the pattern repeated and repeated and repeated over time. So I had to become aware of this pattern and I had to make a distinct change in the pattern. So it's so interesting because I was looking at my human design earlier. For those of y'all that don't know, I offer human design readings that you are welcome to book a call with me. It's $157. We spend 40, 45 minutes together, recorded call, and we go over your human design chart. Human design can tell us so much about ourselves. So I was contemplating some gates in my human design chart earlier today, and one of them is the gate of patterns and realizing and noticing patterns. But the shadow side is staying inside of that loop of seeing the patterns. And this was me. This was me. I was in the loop of drinking and negative self-talk and poor self-worth and poor self-image. And, you know, other people could see great things in me, but I couldn't always see that in myself. And then I would have the self-fulfilling prophecy and let myself down, you know, and continue to drink and treat my body poorly and continue with the, the terrible things I would say to myself. So the light side of that gate, this is gate 44, which is located in your spleen, by the way, Uh, the lighter side of that gate for me is really about being able to see the pattern, yes, but then making a different choice to stop the pattern or help someone else be able to make a different choice and stop the pattern so that you create a new outcome. Because when we repeat patterns, when we repeat the same way of doing things over and over again, we're just going to get the same results. Nothing changes if nothing changes, right? And this was me, that loop, the negative loop that I was on. And it's a lot of people too. And maybe for you, it's drinking. Maybe for you, it's something completely different. Maybe you spend a lot of money, You know, maybe you have a terrible relationship with food. 
whatever it is for you. We can fall prey to these patterns. So I knew that something had to change. And that's when I decided, and like, I can look hindsight, y'all, and see everything that was happening under the surface. But in the moment, while doing it, it doesn't feel like that. And that's for a lot of us, right? Like hindsight's always twenty twenty, or whatever better vision 2020 is than 2020 is. So now in hindsight, now with the more knowledge that I've gained over these years, the deeper I've gone into my own self-discovery and knowledge, the further removed from alcohol and that lifestyle I am, the clearer my own patterns have become for me. So I knew instinctively then in the moment in 2019 that I needed to be done and I needed to be done for a good while. I didn't want to put any limitations on myself of I'm going to stop for a year, two years, or I'm going to stop for six months even. I set it up for 30 days and then another 36 days because I heard somewhere 66 days to make a habit. So for me, taking those little bite-sized steps, those little bite-sized nuggets, that 1% better was showing up every day and knowing I wasn't going to drink that day. And the more that I put days under my belt, the more weeks I put under my belt, the more months I put under my belt of not drinking, of realizing I didn't need that crutch, that there were other ways I could unwind, that there were other ways I could process and truly process my emotions. Because drinking wasn't processing shit. (laughs) Drinking was adding fuel to the fire when it came to my emotional health and my emotional intelligence. I was overly emotional. I realize now I am an emotional person and that there's nothing wrong with that. But now I can I have more emotional intelligence, meaning I can recognize the emotion for what it is and not let it mean anything about me, just that it's the releasing of energy. So back then, I wasn't able to distinguish that, right? So in all of this self-discovery, and the more time I got under my belt and the more I was removed from that version of myself, the more I realized that I deserved more. I deserved more for myself. That my family, my friends, my husband, they deserved a better version of me too. I did it for me first. I did it for me first though, and I think that that's the important part here. The more I removed myself from the alcohol, the longer that distance gets the deeper my confidence is, the deeper my awareness becomes, the more expansive I feel, the more open I am, the more connected I am to my spiritual path, to my purpose here, to others around me, the deeper my love gets for myself too. And it truly is, I said this in one of my earlier podcasts when I was talking about my sobriety, that it's like this sense of coming home, of coming home to myself. And I do that every day 
to the best of my ability. I am not perfect by any means, but I make it a priority to come home to myself all the time. There's so much available for us when we allow ourselves to be available for them. Another way we might say that is the more we open up to the support and the love that is always available to us externally and internally, the more that we get out of life. I feel like the vast majority of you who are listening to this desire more and maybe not more things, materialistic things, but maybe more experiences, maybe a richness to life that you don't yet feel, maybe a deeper sense of safety and security. Maybe it's for more clarity, right? There is so much that we can gain from diving into the work of ourselves. And in order to do that best, what I have found is removing any distractions that are going to keep you from fully engaging into this journey. That distraction for me was alcohol. And whatever that distraction is or whatever they are, it's best to recognize it. It's best to get really honest with yourself, right? I had to do this for myself. I had to call myself on my own shit, right? I had to stop fucking complaining about everything I was dissatisfied of with myself mainly and with life, with work, whatever. I had to really get clear on what I was dissatisfied with and ask how I was responsible for it. Because here's the truth is that we all have a choice. You have a choice in how you react to things. You have a choice in whether you're being reactive or proactive with how you're living your life. You have a choice to drink or not to drink. You have a choice in what you do in this world. You have a choice in how you treat yourself and how you treat others. And when you're already at a place where you may feel disconnected from that truth or from yourself, where you're not in alignment, where you are in a state of maybe confusion or distrust, unsettled, adding any kind of outside substance to that mental place, to that toxic environment only adding fuel to the fire. It's only creating more of what you don't want. Alcohol, y'all, is a lower vibration liquid, right? Like it is this lower entity. It's poison. And when you are ingesting that and ingesting it on a regular basis, it's no fucking wonder you feel lost. You feel stuck. You feel disconnected. You can't get out of your own negative loops. Same things keep happening over and over and over again. Well, duh. 
a little bit of tough love, but it's time to do something different. And it's time to stop complaining. Right? This was a big deal for me too. And I'll probably do another podcast episode just about that. There's actually a really good song to that that I can share in the notes for you on that episode. But I really hope that this episode here, I really wanted it to be just this truly spoken from my heart in one of my favorite places, my backyard, you know, connected to source and channeling this message for you that it speaks straight to your heart, that if you are sober curious and you really just, you're done, like you're just fucking done, you know something's got to change and you know that it might be uncomfortable, whatever, you've done harder shit than this. I'll tell you that right there. I believe that to be true. We've gone through worse than giving up alcohol. It's funny because people that I speak to who haven't even been clients of mine and we've just had conversations and I've shared my story. This is why I believe the power of our stories, right? I shared my story or a little bit of my testimony of not drinking, how they then decide to give it up. How fucking cool is that? Like truly, how cool is that? I'm blown away by the response in people that take action, right? Something in my story activates them. And I pray that something in my story and in this message activates something in you. And if it triggers you, look at why you are being triggered without judgment with the most love and compassion, just to gain a better understanding. Y'all, there is a big, beautiful life waiting for you. Waiting for you. So it's up to you to step into that and step into that as the fullest expression of yourself as best as you can in this moment. Quit diluting yourself. Don't make this about anybody else but you and what this could potentially mean for you, for your life, for your future, for the trajectory of your family. I pray that this message serves you. And again, if you know somebody that wants and needs to hear this, please send them my way. I felt like I was totally channeling because if you watch the video, I'm not really even looking into the camera, but that's usually how I speak best and in flow. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being a supporter of this show. And I am so excited to just bring more episodes to you. So just a little side note, I feel so fully engaged in my human design experiment. And part of my sun gate, the gate that is your sun gate, your conscious sun gate up in the top right corner, it is the first black box. That number represents one of the 64 gates in your human design chart. And the sun gate is about 70% of like your purpose in life. And so for me, and why I love this podcast, why I love being on social media and writing, I started a blog, email list is going to be getting all of that. I'll put links for all of this in the show notes, you guys. But all of that, I am leaning more into living as my 31 conscious sun gate, which is the gate of the influential voice. 
So really using my voice and sharing this story with y'all, I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing. And the coolest part about this is my conscious earth gate, which is the second box down on the top right of your body graph, is the gate of creation and inspiration. So I am really here to stay grounded. Your earth gate is how you ground, right? How you stay calm is to be in my imagination, but I can't get too much in the clouds, right? I can't, I can't be too lofty headed. I, I need to ground myself back down in order to be able to take action, to show up and be this influential voice for y'all, for anybody that needs these messages, right? And it truly is a place where I feel like using my voice or sharing my story, whether on the mic or written word, that I am in direct communion with spirit and with my spirit, with my higher self, with God. And and my light team is just continuing to guide me on this journey. And it's really fucking cool. It's really cool. So Again, if you want to know more about your human design, check the show notes. You can book a sesh with me. I would love to meet you. Please, if you feel called, subscribe, leave a review, and let me know what your thoughts are. You can also just message me over on Instagram. I live over there. And until next time, adios, friends. Love you. Awesome. That was so much fun. I don't know about you, but I had such a blast. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Cup of Chels. And I am so freaking thankful that you're here and that you've decided to spend this time with me and listen in. I know you've got a lot of choices out there. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know it would be a great listen for somebody else, please don't keep me a secret. Be sure to share it, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, use the hashtag Cuppa Chels, that's C-U-P-P-A-C-H-E-L-S, and also subscribe so you can always get the latest episode directly. And then if you're feeling up for it, leave me a review. I'm so grateful. Love and light. Adios.